and welcome to the World of Autism podcast, a podcast about all things autism. I am Dr. Jeff Knight, and I'm on a mission to create hope, peace of mind, freedom, and confidence for these children with autism, and in serving their families to help create the happiest, healthiest versions of themselves. In this podcast, we dive deep in creating many different solutions, talking about resources, and providing insight and stories of hope for families that suffer and have challenges with autism. Please join with me, and I look forward to connecting with you. Welcome to episode two for the World of Autism podcast. I am Dr. Jeff Knight, and I'm excited to be with you again today. A big question I have for you, why should someone that has autism have hope? Or why should the family that has a child with autism have hope that there's even a possibility of a brighter future? A lot of people have been told when you've been diagnosed with certain conditions, especially chronic illness, that this is just going to be the way things are for the rest of your life. And you have to learn how to cope and focus on ways that will allow you to get through it rather than have hope that there could be some possible potential benefits and changes that could impact that person's life. In this podcast, we're going to explain exactly many reasons why you should have hope and how the body it truly is designed to thrive. So stay tuned with me as we dive into some specifics and share some some great things that allows anyone with any chronic condition and especially with autism that there really is hope for a brighter future for you and your family. So I'm going to take you back to an experience I had when I was in chiropractic school. I was in my fifth uh, semester of school, and this was back in 2010. And my my oldest daughter, um, my wife was pregnant with my oldest daughter at the time. And one of the classes that I had at that time was human development or embryology. It was one of the most fascinating classes, and I was so excited to be a part of it, particularly because... I knew everything we were learning in that class was going on within the walls of the the womb of my wife. You know, this wonderful little creation is taking place. And it's just fascinating to see as the cells continue to duplicate. And, and then all of a sudden you see the formation of the heart and the brain. And, and, and then you see all these other formations take place. And so I was there front stage, you know, being able to witness, um, of course, in an indirect way, what was happening with my my little baby girl, and it just really was fascinating. And I mean, just the thought of if you think about it, how a sperm and an egg, how that comes together, and nine months later, you have this incredible, beautiful creation. Um, and it's just fascinating to think that that's how we all came to be, right? that it just started with something so simple, but it is so divine at the same time. And and not to put anything down on pregnancy, because my wife, you know, she has, we have six children. She's been pregnant with six babies. And I mean, it's fascinating to think that the body basically says, okay, if you just give me enough food, give me good water and fluids, if you get some good sleep and get some rest, and you try to maintain good, happy relationships, the body basically says, I'll take care of the rest. And that's exactly what happens. 
Our body is designed to thrive. Our body is designed to do amazing things. The process of human development is just fascinating and how incredible it is to know that this can take place in all of us. That same power, that same process of creation within us, that same power is the same innate wisdom that we can tap into to help our bodies heal, to help our bodies function at a higher level. Now the key of course is to be able to remove the interference, remove the things that are holding back the optimal function. So if you think about it, compare it to this for a second. So the solar system, it's a system, right? And why do we call it a system? It's a system because it's predictable and we can count on it to be um, operating in a, in a specific way time and time again. Just like every day we know that when we wake up, we know that the sun's gonna rise in the east and it will set in the west. We know that here in Utah at least, that we can count on having four seasons um, quite certainly. You know, we've got our spring, summer, winter, and fall, and, and we can count on those things to take place. Um, similar to how people can predict like when there's going to be a, a solar eclipse or a lunar eclipse or certain meteor showers or whatnot. I mean, of course, the, the telescopes and all those other things can allow people to see these patterns unfold and, and maybe when to look up into the sky to see, see Venus or to see um, Mars or Jupiter or whatever. Um, I just think it's fascinating, right? Well, our body is also created of systems, predictable and we can count on them to work in certain ways. Of course, the body is a little bit more fragile and a little bit more influenceable than maybe um, uh, the seasons, but then again, I'm no environmentalist, so I'm sure they would have a different opinion on that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so we've got our nervous system, we've got our digestive system, we have our immune system, we have our you know urinary system and and cardiovascular and detoxification systems and all sorts of different systems in in our in our body that we're constantly using every day and we know that predictably that they will work a certain way as long as things are in harmony so the interference so think of this um, if you have a sliver in your foot are you going to leave it in there or are you going to take it out <laughs> it would be pretty painful if you're walking around every day with a sliver in your foot. Now obviously that sliver impedes the normal walking and activities, maybe running, jumping, etc. Can you still do it? Yeah, you can. Um, but it's just not going to be pleasant and it will definitely be painful. So naturally, of course, if you want to have the opportunity to walk or run without pain, you would take that sliver out. So ideally our body, again, it's innately designed to thrive as long as the interference is removed then it can actually um, function at an optimal level so this in includes children and individuals with autism all right it you know when when we remove those sources of stress when we remove the things that are underlying um, you know causing friction or um, chaos in the body not allowing things to be functioning at a normal level and, and I would say that there we could trace things back to, um, and this is going to be very general, but I'll try to give you some examples.
but if we can remove certain sources of stress or at least help handle the body to adapt to stress better and when I'm saying stress I'm referring to things like traumas toxins and also emotional stressors so for example traumas you know the birth canal um, being in in the womb for nine months and being tight like that and then coming through the birth canal or a c-section it doesn't matter which way you're coming to this world um, there's definitely going to be some form of trauma most likely uh, there's uh, you know even the, the most safe deliveries you know think of how the baby is being pulled from the neck or and being twisted and coming through the birth canal cranial bones can shift the neck can get tight and, and um, bound up that can be a big huge issue here right um, there can also be connections with toxins. So we've talked about environmental toxins. We talk about heavy metals. Um, there's definitely hidden infections. You know, there could be parasites, mold. There could be fungus, um, candida, yeast overgrowth, insecticides, herbicides, glyphosate. All those things can also create havoc on our systems. Um, and then, of course, the emotional component. You know, there can be emotional stressors. What about loss of a loved one or different challenges with um, you know all sorts of things I mean we we're not going to go into details there but all those different things can impede the proper system and functioning of our body and so if there's a way for us to help remove those things then we can count on the body to thrive and to function at a higher level now there's definitely a, a, a word or a phrase that maybe some of you have heard and a lot of times people talk about the role of genetics um, and how that can be such a crucial piece of why we are the way we are and I would say that is true um, for a lot of situations and that there are some times in some cases where the genetics that we have the genetics actually can determine somewhat of our, our destiny to some degree now here's the thing that um, that I've learned over the years is that genetics actually only play a pretty small role now, of course, there's certain situations that are completely irreversible when it comes to genetic variations, but all in all, a lot of us have the ability to affect and influence our genes in a positive way, and that's called epigenetics. So epigenetics basically means that, um, imagine this as using um, a key analogy, that we all have certain genes, and those genes can be turned on or turned off in a certain way. So with the genes that we have if we are introducing different stressors like some of those things we talked about the traumas the toxins the emotional stressors the different chemicals that we may be affected by that can cause certain genes to turn on in a, in a negative way but then if we remove those then it can actually allow those genes to be turned on in a positive way um, the same is true with you know of course the foods that we eat and all that so these are some key components to recognize that all of us quote you know in, in, a, in a quote that I heard is that we are all capable of enlargement or in other words we all have the ability to grow and develop no matter what kind of situation we find ourselves in whether we are um, do do have autism or where, whether we do we were born with um, certain traits that may hinder certain functions or whether we um, you know, were born without legs or whatever, but every single one of us are capable of enlargement. And 
And this means that we're all responsible, whether we're a caregiver or an individual, to, to really do our best to help those under our care to grow and progress physically and emotionally and, and even spiritually to the extent that they are able. And who's to say what our ceiling is, right? Um, the ceiling of our progression and the ceiling of our health, uh, they're really, I feel like there's, there's no ceiling to certain degrees. Now, there's the saying, you know, you take a lemon and you make lemonade, right? And I know that there are some situations out there where some people, their, their health condition or the, the way that their bodies have been developed, um, there's just no turning back. And there's nothing that can be done um, at this moment to really make uh, their situation go away. But again, the idea is do whatever we can to make the, the situation we have the best possible. So here's some other pieces of hope that we can count on is just knowing the, the nature of our body. Now, there's some people out there, and you know this topic can be debated here, but it's some people will say it takes on average anywhere from seven to 15 years, and, and the key word there is average, seven to 15 years for the body to replace itself with a new set of cells. So for example, our red, our red blood cells, they only last in our body about 70 to 120 days before they're recycled. Um, our, our intestinal cells, now the, the layer of cells that are on the, um, in the, the two part of the intestines, they actually slough off every five days or so. But you get the deeper intestinal cells, that's about, you know, some people will say 10 to 16 years. Um, skeletal muscle cells, for example, it can take about 15 years for those to completely get a new set of muscle cells. Um, the skin is a, a little quicker. Uh, you know, skin sloughs off pretty regularly and it takes about every 14 days or so, um, give or take, for new skin cells to come to the surface and, and to, um, to grow. The liver, it's about every couple of years that a new liver will, will be there. And, and then the bones, it takes about 10 years. And then there's definitely some things that um, will never be replaced, such as tooth enamel, the lens of your eye, and even certain um, neurons that we have in our cerebral cortex. But the point being is our body is it's an incredible creation. It is divine in design, and it is designed to thrive. And so with anyone that has a chronic illness, um, anyone that has autism, we have hope, okay? We have hope that we can make a difference and that there is change that can take place. And so if we can allow the systems in our body to function and to work in the way that they're meant to and to remove those interferences, just like we talked about removing the, the sliver from our foot, it's incredible to see what can happen and to see how the body can transform and change. And I've seen this happen with patients and clients of mine that I've worked with. I've have colleagues that have seen the same thing happen with them. And it's something that we're all capable of, of seeing that same experience take place. So I hope this message today brings you hope and recognize more appreciation for, for your body, more appreciation for the, the systems in our body and how they are divinely created to allow us to thrive and recognize that we don't just have to cope but there really is hope for all of us. Again, I'm just so grateful for you tuning in today and being a part of this journey with me. I'm excited to share more and more great information and insight 
And hopefully this provides some enlightenment and encouragement for you and your family as well. Thanks again for tuning in, and I will see you next time. Have a wonderful day. If you like the World of Autism podcast and you know of others that could also find value in listening to it, please do us a favor and share this with them. Also, if you could leave us a review and and feel free to send us an email if there's any topics that you're really interested in, in me addressing or touching on, I would love to help out in any way. Thank you.